Hello friends, happy Live Laugh Lovecraft Day. It is Friday. This coming Monday, you can watch one of our episodes live with a bunch of amazing guests over on twitch.tv forward slash live laugh lovecraft at 9pm British Summer Time, which is also 4pm Eastern Time, 2pm Pacific Standard Time. It's going to be really great. You're going to be able to see both Lucy and I in 4K, probably. I'm not entirely sure how this streaming malarkey works, but what I do know is I would love to see you there. And if you're listening to this after Monday the 31st of May, you can also watch it on Catch Up by going over to that Twitch channel. It'll also be released as a podcast in a few weeks' time. Hello friends, and welcome to Live Life Lovecraft, this week with 100% fewer worms. What, are you saying Lucy Eckersley's got worms? That's quite a revelation. <laughs> did she tell you that in confidence? Or did she say, like, bring this up at the beginning of the episode? When she's not there, yeah. What kind of worms? Threadworms? Uh, so round a, a scar- worms? Yeah, roundworms. Unfortunately, picked up in, in a local park. It's really just about um, building excitement for Monday's stream, which is on Monday, which I'll be, I'm talking about it now. It's on Monday, 31st of May. That's in three days' time, hopefully, assuming yeah. this goes out at the right time. Not with Fucking Steve Fucking don't watch it. I'm not on He's it. He's not on it. It's pointless. Please, please watch me. How many hours of, of it are people going to have to sit through without any jokes, Sam? Two. Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> I think I've got some equally funny... Well, I've got some funny Two people. Hours. It'll be all right. Yeah. You know, I love Two how you, you, you're like, here's this really big, exciting thing. It's the best thing we've done. Most of the cast aren't in it. <laughs> ah, I'm not saying it's the most exciting <laughs> thing. I, personally, between you and me, obviously I'd rather you were there, but um, just the way the cookie crumbled, didn't it, when I split the party? It's just the way I decided it should be. Two it's hours, not my two fault. Two hours of... And then the name of another type of obscure animal, and I do have a girlfriend that's real. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if I'm wearing if I'm wearing my swimwear in a hot tub, the crowds will come a flock in, Steve. Um, no, it was more so a play on the fact that worm and worm sound like each other. And worm with a Y, anyway, you... Who's here? Who's here this week? Who's it's 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 not Brogar is what I'm saying. Who is here? Hello, I'm Steve Cross. I'm playing uh, Slocum's Jolliver, who will be doing a lot of plot today. Mm, will he? Twin Hunter, you look like you're here. I'm here, and I'm playing Bacco, uh, who is a satyr bard. Um, and yeah, ready ready to get stuck in. Very nice. And uh, last but not least. Yeah, uh, I'm Zoe. I am playing Ivy, the Tiefling Druid. I have spent today reading through insults from 250 years ago that were used to describe men who are bad at flirting. Well, last time we met, our our party split. That's why Lucy's not here. You might have noticed um, that we have a far more esteemed and refined podcast this week without the the nasal Mancunian tones of our, our, our own Lucy Eckersley. Yeah, and so this week, Snookums, Bacco and Ivy are rushing to hospital, which was on fire. The very hospital that earlier, they may have realised, was where the many victims of the festival attack were taken for treatment. As you dash through the gates of the community, back into the city proper, you can see smoke billowing up from the east. As you turn the corner, a three-storey tall, domed building with large sandstone pillars set to either side of its doorway comes into view down the road on the other side of the street. Surrounded by eight guards, six of whom are clad in leather armour embossed with the city's crest and carrying pikes, and two of whom are wearing floor-length dark teal robes. There is no sign of any flames, but the building is still smoking, and beside them is a group of male and female elves dressed in white aprons sat against the building. Do as you please, friends. I think we might have wandered into an extremely complicated event. (laughs) We've got a few of them wearing tight-fitting leather... A bunch dressed in aprons, presumably as some kind of maid. Um, 
I think we need to be very careful about what we say. I mean, I think... I don't know about you, but for me, this party isn't about kink-shaming. <laughs> I think being careful of what one says is generally wise. Um, but we should probably ask somebody what's going on rather than just charging blindly in. <laughs> yeah, we should Becco ask them. charges blindly up to them and says, <laughs> Excuse me, uh, is there a fire going on in here? Because uh, we... For some reason, thought we'd be able to help with that. I shout, I shout. Don't ask about the fire in their loins. <laughs> <laughs> which which group have you gone up to here? Because I said there were there were elves. two groups. Elves. elves. What do elves sound like? Elves are French. I'll I'll trans I'll translate for you. It look come your building at fire. Uh, oui, le building is uh, on fire. Uh, any particular bit or like just the whole thing's on fire? Uh, I cannot say personally. I was kicked out of the hospital, but, uh, oh, pardon, uh, l'hôpital. But uh, unfortunately, it seems the fire is, is over, but we are not being allowed back into our place of work. Snookums I... clicks his fingers and asks for the menu. Pardon, monsieur? Don't worry. <laughs> Ivy's gonna walk up to one of the people in the teal robes because she feels like this this elf may have like got a little dizzy with smoke inhalation or something and is not making a huge amount of sense. Excuse me, um, could you could you tell me what's going on here? Hello, hello. Uh, well, as you can see, there's been a, f- a fire in the hospital. Yes. Now we don't have any any real details. You'll have to uh, speak to the elves in order to uh, find out what's going on. Oh, well, we, my my colleague was just uh, speaking to them, and they they seemed to think they were very confused. Excuse I mean, me. they were. Excuse me. Did you say yeah. colleague? I would think by now we're friends and not colleagues, Ivy. I think that's a little bit of a. I was trying to sound professional. To right, the man uh, that's all right. The you know, whatever. One, uh, what, one question though: What are you actually doing out here? Because from what I recall, there's currently a uh, a curfew going on right now. We're here to help. Doesn't apply to goblins. Persuasion check, please. Here it comes. It's uh, 17. Okay, understandably so. Uh, There's not many goblins around. I can understand why they might possibly have left you out of the legislation. This is a loophole I'm sure you will definitely not exploit. No, wouldn't dream of it. Well, I'm very glad about that. And also, just to know, I don't want my whole loot. (laughs) (laughs) Why why might you make an assumption that uh, I... I'm not making any sort of assumption. Okay. It's just better to Personal have some preference. things out in the open, but not to have everything out in the open, if you know what I mean. I'm oh, public. That would be public indecency, and we would have to arrest you for something like that. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I- I'm very glad. What have you? These would... two are my carers. And that's why they're allowed out here, yeah? Well, yeah, because it would be a ludicrous piece of legislation that went against the care of organ beings like me. If we were allowed out without the people that keep us safe, what would that do for the carers are allowed out and I'm allowed out, so they're allowed out? Okay, especially based on your you do look like you need care. Um, one of you was uh, was asking, sorry, asking. I don't even saying, know the difference between martial weapons and like cookware. I've got major problems. If we just Not as Kate. major as Kate's though, who just left. Why am I on my own? <laughs> so, uh. uh what one of you was uh, was asking, uh, was saying something about elves not being 
They just they 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 said they weren't uh, weren't being allowed back in yet, and we just you know, we're here to help. So just wondering what the what the situation is. Yeah. Um. So there was a fire. Based on what the elves have told us, um, there was some there were some patients inside, got a bit rambunctious. Ah. Might have apparently it's just hearsay. Don't go telling anyone. You know we don't want a crisis on our hands. Might have killed some people. Right. Yeah. I think, officer, officer, is that, is that a fair? Uh, officer. Officer. Um, I think you should allow my goblin colleague inside. He is a, uh, you know, a, an expert in healing matters. And as a goblin is no stranger to rambunctious, dangerous people, we could go and uh, just sort this out. Nobody, nobody needs to know. I to... think my carer is saying that uh, legally I am a healer and considered disposable by the state. <laughs> well, that's why uh, they didn't put me in the legislation in the first place. They were like, "We don't care if goblins die, especially slightly broken ones." As uh, as, as as much as a healer might be needed, although the people are already dead. Um, bigger issue: we've been told not to open these doors until our uh, our commanding officer comes by. Who what told you that? Uh, be uh, be our commanding officer. And who's so your commanding, commanding officer said? I'm just going away for a bit. Are you not suspicious of this? Homing pigeons. That's how they uh, they sent the message. Magical homing pigeons. What? Uh, what? Who is your commanding officer? It'd be uh, C- Captain uh, Captain Elmar. Ah, uh, ah, Elmar. Oh, he's an old mate of mine. Let me tell you, if Elmar's in there, you know he'd be thinking, where? Where's that? Uh, that fantastic bunch of uh, mates that I look to when I've got to solve a problem. So I really think that he'd be disappointed, actually, if you didn't let us in. Performance check, please. Would be persuasion, but you pretended to be someone else. Deception, sorry. Deception. Deception. Deception? I've just deceived you and told you to roll the wrong dice. 13 with a plus 5, so 18. Yeah. Um, so how, how, do you, how do you know, Captain, uh, Captain Almar? Oh, mate, let me tell you, I think <laughs> we go back quite, quite a way. In fact, there are stories that I could tell you about Elmer that I know he'd rather I just uh, didn't share, but let's just say uh, we've spent quite a unmemorable night together or two, if I, if I do say so myself. Um, you know, back from our old uh, schooling days, uh, we used to uh, play a bit of um, sports, We'd chat up some interesting characters. The it's uh, it's, it's funny characters. you'd say he, because uh, Captain Elmar is uh, not a man. Yes, as I said, I can tell you stories that maybe I shouldn't tell you and, and perhaps I've given away too much there. I mean, you know, I don't know if you've ever wondered about the really broad shoulders. <laughs> I I would not judge. Um. Well, that's that's very kind of you. Elmar's got Elmer's got you whipped into good shape there. But I'd say if you don't want to be getting shouted at by a good old a lady Elmar later, or uh, yeah, you know, you'd let us in. You'd let us in, mate. Oh, all right. So uh, he he she they sent you here to come in. Well, when you well, said well, we the pigeon, why not yeah. send multiple ones? Pigeon. We just said you received the message by homing pigeon. Yeah, but you're not pigeons. No, 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 no but we received. But pigeons, pigeons can too. find us too. He, he, he leans in to the tobacco. And she goes, now, is, is this is, this is official business, right? She she sent you here. This 
you're not asking me for a favour, because, you know... Uh -uh. No, I'd never dream of asking you for a favour. In fact, I can barely be bothered to do the favours I'm doing for Elmer. I mean, you seen how slow it was for us to get down here? No, 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 well, no, Yeah, mate. the, the fire was worry. raging for a good hour and a half and uh, no one's come. Yeah, I'm not I'm not one to ask or to, or to perform favours, but, you know, I know that Elmer needs our advice on what's going on in there because, as you've probably figured out from what you've said yourself, Things are a little awry inside, and I reckon it'd just be better for all of us if you opened up the doors there, mate. Okay. Uh, reaches into a, into pocket, pulls out a large keychain. Needs to flick through them. No, no library, no mausoleum, no. no. Here. Gets a, a, a large key, puts it into the lock, and turns it. The other guy starts it. What, what, are you, what are you doing? No, no, they're friends with, we're friends with Almar. Been sent to go inside. What are, what are you doing inside? Fixing things. Fixing things. They're going to fix things. Um, okay, but, but Alma said not to fix things until yes. until she's here. She just didn't want anyone else going inside and causing havoc. This is something to be handled quietly. Um, and we are just here to sort things out in a politically sensitive manner. Okay, okay. Uh, turns the... Uh, turns the key. Begins to... Uh, push the door in. So it's a door that opens inward, as all, all good doors do. Um, we get to push the door in. As the uh, the door opens, you can see on the, like through the little gap next to the to the uh, the, the like left hand door, who's opening the right one. It's the body of a, a male orc with an arm outstretched on the floor, reaching for the handle on the floor with a, a trail of blood leading from them through the uh, the entrance hall. He just turns. His, I wonder what that noise was. Anyway, continues to open the door. You are stood in front of these doors through the doors you can see a huge vast entranceway from where you're stood right directly ahead of you there's a gorgeous soft red carpet a bit blood-stained unfortunately but it's quite hard to see for you know considering that this this chap's bleeding on it at the end of this 30 foot long entrance hall you have a, a, a reception desk and then above that two balconies other than this orc, doesn't look like there's anyone inside. I go in. You go in. Yeah. What, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, okay. Walk is in. this carpet um, like squelching levels of bloodstained? Are you just... walking on the bloodstain? No, just you said that you couldn't see. The carpet is covered in blood. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering blood. how so... saturated it is. And... You'd, you'd have to walk on it to find out, to walk on the bloody bit to find out. Or drop something small, see if it splashes. Ew. I poke it with the bottom of my stick. It squelches. That's what hmm? sticks are for. It's, it's a simply decorated space. There are some small shrubs lining this carpet, and then off to either side of the room, on, on the walls of this this like entrance hall, I guess, for all intents and purposes, just some simple wooden seating. The, the reception desk at the end, as I said before, unmanned, and above you in this entranceway is a large glass dome supported by metal rods. Sam, when you say unmanned, do you leave unpersoned? Sorry, unstaffed. Thank you. <laughs> is there is there only um, one dead orc on the floor? Only one dead orc on the floor. Okay. He's got a little streak of grey in his hair. Aww. I'm going to investigate this orc. Roll investigation, please. Is that the Zoe way of saying I loot the corpse? <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking like I want to know how recently they died and if there's uh, evidence of worms <laughs> okay a full rectal examination then 
Uh, that's a nine with a two, so that's an 11. And no, I'm not going for the rectum. I was looking in the necular region um, more rec- specifically. Region. It covers both bases of of pulse and uh, gavinius wormius. Move your, your hands around the body, inspecting it. Um, the only visible wound immediately um, is actually on the left leg. There's a, a very deep cut. Um, otherwise, there's a lot of bruising, clearly from bludgeoning. It's only been dead probably for the last hour and a half, maybe two hours tops. But similarly on, you know, very freshly dead. Rick Morris hasn't said in yet. Is that gash big enough for the blood to have come from it? Or are we thinking there's too much blood to have come from that, that size? Oh, it, it's wound? very, very deep. Um, okay. okay. It, inspecting, like, it, it's gone through muscle almost all the way down to bone. Right. I say, I think he's definitely dead. Yes. But I can't see any, any evidence of uh, infestation. So it seems like he was attacked by, by something else. Shall Possibly we... these other patients. I wonder if that something else is in here with us. Does uh, the wound look like a bite mark? Does it look like a knifey gash? Off the off the eleven, it <laughs> doesn't look like a bite mark. You can't tell necessarily what's caused it, but it's a like a slash wound. Right. Well, I say we uh, continue on and throw ourselves boldly into harm's way. That seems to be the way we find things out around here. Um, Before we go, can I actually loop the corpse and check if there's anything in the pockets? Yep, of course you can. Uh, you can investigate that. As you're doing so, uh, the, the guard just looks at you because there's nothing to no, nothing to see here. Just closes the door. You hear the door lock behind you. Like, I, I, we don't want anything getting out for the minute. Fourteen. So the, the apron itself on the front, you've had to flip the corpse over to get access to it. There's two pockets, one on the right, one on the left. The right, right one. Uh, a, a pay slip which hasn't been cashed in for uh, 50 gold pieces in there you also find a, a little bit of change two gold and a silver piece as well you find a, a scalpel and a, a, a strange y-shaped piece of tubing which has got a, a disc on the end of it which end the y around end or the, the sticky the sticky the end around its, its neck um, <laughs> I'm going to pocket that and the cash, and I'm going to take the payslip too. I'm going to pocket all those things, and I'm going to go, hey, Schnuckums, would this help you out in uh, any future yeah. endeavours? It would help me out both for extremely fine filleting of small fish, but also medical things. I might have to clean it between the two. For any uh, for any medical checks involving cutting things, you can get advantage using that scalpel. Sweet. And you're taking Just... the, uh, the Y-shaped tubing there, Bacco, as well, yeah? Yeah, and that was two gold and one silver. Two gold, one silver, and a payslip for 50 gold. And I'm going to take the weird tubing thing uh, because I might investigate its uh, musical abilities later on. (laughs) So you're now in this space. The door's been locked behind you. Um, It's it's well lit, and there's no signs of burning. And other than this corpse, there's not really any signs of anything out of the ordinary having happened here. Where's the light coming from? Above you. So above you, there's a huge glass dome, which is supported by like metal struts. I understand. Friends, I suggest we explore. Yes. Which direction should we go? Forward. Excellent. Forward ahead of you. As I said, there's a reception desk. Then to either side of the reception desk, you have some 
really pretty marble staircases which join together up above the reception desk. I'd and like to the, check the middle if there's a if there's if there's like a check-in book at reception. I'd just like to see whether any celebrities have been here recently. Yep. Okay. Uh, you you walk up to the reception desk. You flick open the uh, the check-in. It's very illegal. Patient confidentiality and all that. Um, I serve a higher power. Scrolling through, scrolling through, reading through. Scroll. That's the word. Reading through. Olga the the tusk is there. Grongnak the ogre, apparently. Fascinating. And uh, unfortunately, that's it. But um, actually, there's a um, Ramesses the chef. Is that the same Grognak the ogre that the kid was dressed up as in the festival? Yeah. Maybe he was visiting the visiting the sick kids. Brilliant, right. So I think let's... What what exits have we got from the room? Mm. There's a door behind you that's locked. Otherwise, there's those, those two staircases which join together above the reception desk and then take you to the first balcony. And let's do that. Was that was the blood only coming from the from the orc? It didn't lead in a particular path. So the blood from the orc leads towards the reception desk and then up the left hand staircase. Right, let's follow the blood. Follow the blood. Sorry, I mean friends. Why don't we follow the blood for want of anything else to do? Seems too <laughs> suspicious to just leave it. You begin to skip alongside the blood. I'm not skipping on the blood. It's hard yeah, enough to seems... walk on a slippy floor. Backo skips on the blood. Seems <laughs> like a health and safety. Squelch, squelch, squelch under your feet. You've got to the stairs now. The squelching stops. Now it's just... A horse! <laughs> it's just Backo. He's got hooves. As you as you get up to the top of the stairs, you're on this, this first level balcony. The blood stain leads off to the east. Can you roll me a perception check very quickly? I have a 14 with my plus four, so I'm up to 18. 20. I also got a 20 Very plus dirty. a three. Oh, oh, a natural 20. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll we'll work up to Kate. Can be the last one. So, yeah, from, from where you are, you this blood stain leads off to the east wing, so to the right of you. <clears throat> to the left of you is a staircase, but you can hear some sort of bashing noise directly ahead of you. Snookums and Bacco, you can hear this, this muffled bashing as well as some muffled like wailing. It's a, a lot quieter than the bashing. Looking in that direction, there's a set of double doors with glass panes in them, sorry, and then a sign above it saying accident and emergency. This seems like something we should investigate. Gently through the double doors or just right through them? Just right through. I mean, you're built for right through, aren't you? Yeah. And uh, right through I go. With your horns? Are you going to ba- bash through like an yeah. angry goat? Just in case there's something on the other side. As you as you bash through these doors, you find yourselves in a, a longer corridor. There are two doors leading off to the left and right, but directly ahead of you at the end of this corridor, there's another set of these double doors. I'll tell you, whoever built this loved corridors, didn't they? <laughs> but most importantly, directly ahead of you, by that, that second set of double doors... There's a silhouette bashing against these doors. The sound of you bursting through the doors, it turns to you, begins to scream in a really deep voice and charges towards you. It's a very large humanoid creature. It's currently about 20 feet away from you, closing in very, very quickly. Uh, Do I have time to cast a spell before it gets You have time to cast a spell? I want to cast light. I want to cast light. 
on, on the floor in front of us so that we can see from the front what this thing is more clearly. Do you remember back at the festival when you were trying to get alcohol? No. Yes. yes. Go on. No. When you were trying to get alcohol, there were a group of real ale appreciators. Oh, yeah. Uh, members of Can- the City of Angerville murmuration of real ale appreciators. Yes. Canberra. It's the one of those that you saw the dogs eating. <laughs> and he's, he's dashing towards you, completely enraged. Does anyone else want to take an action before he gets up in your face? Is there a... a, 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 a does he have a, like, wormed look about him? He, well, looks, him. he looks mad. Okay. But he, Sam, what's the floor made of? The floor in here is wood floor with carpet on top. Is this carpet, like... Is it, like, a rug type of carpet or is it, like, nailed down? It's a rug that's nailed down, but, oh. you know, with enough force, any nails can be extracted from the floor unfortunately we're missing the force um (laughs) (laughs) the force is not with us i'm ready to ram you're gonna charge towards it and ram it well i was already kind of in the action uh can you roll that to hit please i'm not gonna force you into initiative yet because we'll see what happens 23 a natural 20 and then natural 20 okay how would you like to do this oh gosh that's it i'm not gonna make you roll damage i want to incapacitate him Mm mm-hmm how much bigger is he than me? It's uh, about five foot seven, but his body mass is about twice your size. Right. I'm going to ram, but I'm going to get quite low down on like towards the knees, like really using those those springy goat goat knees that I've got. I'm going to go in for his knees uh, right between the legs, I guess, and hope that he goes over the top of me. So you go for his knees. You So much force going through you and through him. Your, your momentum as you collide he launches up into the air over you, head first through that glass pane. He's now just trying to get his head <laughs> suspended above the ground. So he's not hit me and uh, me and Steve. Not he's not hit either of you. But he's uh, wedged in the door. You guys haven't actually entered the room yet, have you? Because Bako charged him by himself. So we can just see this head. So you can just see this door. angry face, which is kind of like gnashing at you. It, its jaws are opening manically. Does it have a split mandible? Doesn't have a split mandible. No. Okay. No. Oh, it doesn't. Um. All right. But you can't uh, see this. Well, you could. On noticing that, I'm gonna use my stagged horns to like pin him down on one bit, and then scream out, "Ivy, Ivy, can you come here and uh check out uh whatever the hell's going on with this guy? Because <laughs> I don't know what I've done, but I've gotten us stuck in a bit of a situation. <laughs> anyway, just check if there's a worm, and if there's not a worm, we'll, we'll move on to dealing with that. Um, so Ivy doesn't feel a need to walk into the room. I'm gonna. She's gonna take hold of the hair of this head that is stuck through the door, pull the head down, uh, and peer at the. Back are are of you the being neck. careful of the kind of? I am being careful. I'm not gonna serrate his neck. Yes. Um, yeah. And you're gonna medicine check it. I yeah. Got a three. I've added a That's two to that, but it's uh, it's only a five. You can't. There's some kind of injury on the back of his neck, but you can't discern what as you as you move as her okay back back um there's something there could be a worm could be birthmark not really sure um maybe just prod it a little bit see uh, see what happens probably for the best so i'm gonna pull pull my horn out and now try and whack it in his neck you're gonna use your horn no instead i'm gonna say snookums remember the weird little knife i gave you do you want to take a closer look on this guy's neck with a scalpel yeah. I mean, is he dead? Is he dead? No, he's just flailing. Um, well, can you hold him down? Yeah, I'll hold him down. He's also stuck in a door. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll quite happily use my brand new scalpel to attempt to dissect his neck. A medicine check with advantage, please. Well, it's 118 and 1-1. One, one. <laughs> well, it's uh, lucky you had advantage. <laughs> you stick your, your knife gently in, and he's trying to reach back at the back of his neck. As you slice, you can see a, a very small Gavin the Mindworm in the back of his back of his neck, attaching to where his spine meets his head. It's Can not pull him out? yet. You pull him out. Can I try? I'm going to try and do it in a way where I don't rip his spine. If I look like I'm starting to pull his spinal cord out, which I know all about because I'm a medic, I will stop doing it and do something else. Wait. You're, you're, you're tugging. Its mandibles begin slowly to loosen. Can you make a dexterity check for me, please? Is it a saving throw or a check? Saving throw. In that case, plus it's nine. This worm's jaws begin to loosen from around his spine, and it's trying to flail around to fucking to let go. You to to bite. As you say, fucking let go. It its eyes deflate a bit, and it let goes. And you're now holding this worm in your hand. It's flailing around, trying to kind of get at you and bite your hand. I'm holding the scalpel near it. <laughs> Discourage I that threatening sort of behavior. <laughs> Flail away! I sing it in the style of Enya. I'm singing, Flail away, flail away, flail away. <laughs> like, flail your way onto my scalpel all you want. That's not going to hurt me. The, the chap immediately goes limp once you've removed this, this worm. Happens all the time, so. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sort of twitches a bit and then that also him, always happens after. you see him grab his left hand he's rubbing the yes that r- always rubbing happens. the hole um, <laughs> always happens just just a little bit <sighs> i think i've reached the with these worms the let's not be friends and let's take off and nuke them from orbit because it's pretty clear they're not good and i am good it's pretty clear they hurt people and i'm all about not hurting people so I'm going to, um, I was still holding this worm because I'm worried if I try and drop it and stamp on it, it'll go away too fast. Just drop it down to the floor and stab it up with the scalpel a bit. I'm not going to go drop stamp because it will run away in the middle. I'm going to keep holding it, get it down to the floor. And just... <laughs> Snookums does the full psycho noise in a goblin voice as he's doing it. <laughs> just, I just want to... Ideally, I just want to stamp the scalpel straight through it once and deepen up into the floor that it both dies and can't okay. get anywhere. So it, it, it hits the so floor. I can fucking get on with my life. And, and using a, a tiny bit of one of its, one of its little arms, because all these worms have tiny little arms, of course, it, it tries to brush away a bit of the material of the rug. You see its face completely shocked as you begin to stab it. Well, ideally, I don't want to do a lot of stabbing. I just want to put the scalpel right through in one go in a way that pins it to the ground and does enough damage that you don't, you don't like, you don't pull out your tapeworm and then go, oh, how you been, Nigel? <laughs> it's very dead. I kill the worm now. Let's talk to the... I reckon we should talk to this guy. How are you feeling? Oh. Oh. Your neck oh, looks a proper I've side. Been, I've been better. Your I've neck been looks better. a proper side. Hold on. Come here. Come here. He's still, he's still suspended. Show yourself. Can we get him out? Of where yeah, I'm going to help him out of the door. And I'm going to come through the other 
door and join them in this space so I'm not just standing on the other side. Did your uh, did your horn when you were pinning him back go through his leg or were you just pushing? Sorry, yes, it did. It did. It did go through his leg. So you, you, you but it was it to help him. You get him down and he tries to put weight through his leg. Oh, what just what just what just happened? Trust me. Um, whilst this injury may be unpleasant. It's it's a lot less unpleasant than what would have happened to you if we just let you go on running around. No, no, what's, what's happened? Just... What was the last thing you remember, mate? Oh, I was queuing up for this amazing beer and this chap said, free cider over there. And I was like, free cider? That sounds nice. And I went to the free cider. That's it. I was queuing and now I'm a bit, oh. Do you remember any dogs? Dogs? Yeah, dogs. No? You can hear a, a like just someone just go shh shh from behind where he was banging. Shh, and you can hear like a, a child talking. Then saying shh. Uh, well, I guess we should go check out the child, or say, excuse me, someone else over there. Is that someone who is get, who's bashing? Because there was a gentle bashing, wasn't there? That was this guy. That was this I'm guy. Muffled. Just, just oh my. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have a sit down. I'm gonna just sit. As he plonks his bum down next to the door that you burst through, just rubbing his head. Oh, bloody hell! If he's fine, can I? Um... Oh, sir, do you mind if I give you a bit of help with your neck? Yeah, yeah. Um, just... And oh. I'm going to go over and cure wounds. Hmm. So that cures one d eight. Plus four, one. One plus four is five. As as he's uh as he's rubbing his neck, you put your hands on his. Oh, so much better. Oh, thanks, mate. Really nice of you. Your uh, your your voice reminds me of something I heard before. No, no. Was it another goblin? Might be. Might be. Yeah. He starts to shut his eyes. It's just. Oh, and leans back. You can, you can. Are any of you looking in the direction of the end of the corridor? I'm gonna sneak down there while while Snookums is is curing this guy. I'm gonna sort of tiptoe on the carpet down to kind of see what might be going on, um, and hope that they haven't noticed me. Okie dokie. Uh, as you're sneaking down, you can see the the top of the head of a, a small elf, about ten, eleven years old. It just pops down to seize you. Because this boss, the umbrella said, come in. You hear very quietly. As, as you get to the door, you're going to look through the gap? Yes. As you look through the door. Looking through the gap, you can see what is the accident and emergency ward. There's 19 beds, nine on one side, 10 on the other. As you're looking around, you don't see anything out of the ordinary until you look down. You see there's a bed that's been turned on its side and pushed up against the, the door. And there you can see the heads of two people. One you recognise as like the top of the head of the person you've just seen. And another is uh, the head of a... It's got slightly longer hair and is wearing a, a white apron. Are the heads attached to bodies? Yes, sorry, they're attached. Just they're checking. Bits of because... bodies, yeah. But you can't yeah. see their entire bodies is what I'm getting at. Uh, I'm going to tap on the glass. Yeah. Hello. Um, we're not carnivorous or uh, 
particularly violent. Uh, we're here to help. S- salut! Uh, next. And the other person turns around, and you can see a, a, a female elven face looking at you. She takes a second, sees that you're not gnashing at her. Steps I wave and, cheerily. P- points at the, the child. Stay, stay here, stay here. You are, you are not, uh, you are not a patient here. No, 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 no. Uh, we came to help after all of the commotion. I, I, I'm, yes. I'm so glad. And she begins to push the bed out of the way and and opens the door. He is, uh, he is, uh, he is uh, dead. And points to the, the person in the corner with his eyes shut. Uh, he's not dead, but the uh, the thing that was making him dangerous is. He's now fine. We've cured him. Okay. I say we. Okay. My my goblin colleague. Uh, masterful uh, surgery work. You should. Uh, you should. Uh, you should probably come in and gestures very rapidly for you all to enter into this this room. Is there imminent danger? Uh, yes. Uh, Gang, let's uh, let's just uh, reconvene in this room. Is the and plane to stop. you? No, 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 uh, no, Monsieur. Fine then, yeah. Uh, let's we... go in. We are nothing to be worried about. We, we Sorry, it was just when people say there is a danger. You know, it's a bit odd. No, it is uh, in the rest of the hospital. Do we take old mate with us? I don't think yeah. we should leave him out here. We've just fixed him. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll help him. I'll help him walk since I uh, <laughs> injured him a little. Okay, you go up to him and pick him up and, and bring him in. As he passes through the door, the small child clocks him and runs behind one of the beds at the other end of the room. Oh, no, no. Um, I, I'm sure he was very scary before, but actually he's fine now. Um, we've we fixed him. <laughs> he's, he's... The child's peeking and the child's... Oh, honestly, honestly, oh, oh, do you want to... Some, some whiskey? That help? And he, he pulls out a small container, sort of shaking it at the child. Let's maybe not do that. Okay. Didn't arm, didn't arm me as a, as a kid. Well, I mean, that's debatable. But also, you know, I'm at, you, you can't just offer something like that to one person in a room of five here. I mean, Snookums and Bacco might have wanted some whiskey and you just sort of offer it to the child. I mean, really, it's not very grateful. He just saved your life. Okay. He puts it back in his pocket. <laughs> um, The child begins up pops out and starts to walk over to you but hides behind this female elf she uh, looks you all up and down so uh when is the uh when are the the guards going to get here uh speaking of the guards have they already been here in here did no. you see any of them it did does... you see any sign of a fire uh, uh we uh do you not know what, what happened? No. I mean, if you thought we'd been through the rest of the building, we'd probably have already encountered whatever the danger is you thought we should be hiding from. Uh, you appear not to have been hiding from him, which we were doing. Noah. I love it when Ivy us- uses maths. <laughs> <laughs> C'est vrai. Uh, we were, um, we had a lot of people come in after the festival, including him and his child. Uh, and uh, over the course of the last uh, half a one, day... One, one moment. This child came in after the festival. Snookers, uh, yes. could you just uh, uh, check the health of this child? Yeah, he, uh, he, he has he has shown no symptoms. Every other patient we had, they uh, they became increasingly paranoid, aggressive. We had to move them to the east wing. Uh, they started to lash out. Um, 
the child was fine. We continued to to treat him. Uh, but uh, when they were in the east wing, they they continued to become more aggressive. They started to uh, attack the staff. Uh, next thing we knew, a few hours ago, uh, on the regular rounds, they went in and they found uh, the, the the bodies of two staff members uh, being fed on by one of the patients. And then then uh, there was a huge explosion. And uh, and I I, I I ran and I, I came to this. I came in here to Bailey and I tried to make sure he was safe. And the next thing I knew, this gentleman was banging at the door trying to get into us. I'm going to go up to the kid and say, uh, Hey, mate, um, my name's Bako. How are you? Bit scared, I'm guessing. I've, uh, I've, I've, been, I've been better. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, me and my friends... Uh, we're just trying to help you out, and I was wondering if you could just turn around so I can see the back of your neck. I promise I'm not going to hurt you. You can see you we stopped the other guy from hurting you. I'm a good, I'm a good bloke. Yeah, you're playing hide and seek. Uh, I'll play hide and seek with you after after you do this. Think of it a rewards based system. No, 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 no. I I turn around, I count to ten, and you hide. Okay. I hide. All right. Well, you've got to make sure you're hiding properly, though. So, I mean, make sure you're um, closing your eyes properly. So, can you put both hands over your eyes and then bend your head forward so you're looking at the ground so I know you're not cheating. Very good. And now count a bit quietly so I don't necessarily have to hear the whole thing to 30. I'll hide. While he's counting, I'm going to look at the back of his neck. Can I see anything? Can you medical check, please? It's a 12 plus a 3, 15. Uh, yep, you can see that there's a small puncture mark at the back of his neck, near the base of his skull. Right, I'm going to tiptoe backwards to not wreck the, um, the, the, the illusion of the game. And I'm going to whisper this to... Uh, to... Oh, dear, I come! And he turns around and you're stood next to him. You got me, you got me, mate. No, I must hide. And he runs off. Uh, you're still looking. He just jumps behind the next bed along. Uh, Ivy and Snockums, I'm just going to tell you there's a small mark on the back of his neck. Right. Yes, I was afraid of this. So I feel like we might need to uh, deworm the child. Uh, We've all been there. <laughs> Madam, madam, uh, I don't think we know your name. Um, you seem dressed as a We're nurse. not asking, we're just, we're just keeping on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, what, what, is, what is your name, first of all? And second of all, um, we think we might need to restrain this child and perform some of our expert medicine upon them. Could you please help? It is, a, it is em, em, Emera. So you say Enema. Emera. No, no, no. Emeralds without the LT on the end. Oui. What did you see on the back of his neck? All of the patients who came in, they had a small puncture wound on the back of the neck from the, the dogs. Yeah, that's what I saw on the back of the neck. Ah. D'accord. So I think if you if you can help uh, this child feel safe, because obviously we're strangers and us coming in and just sort of operating on him might be a little intimidating. Um, so if you can get him to lie down in a bed and sort of keep him calm, um, that would be excellent. Otherwise, you know, we'll have to start looking for some chloroform or something. 
you're gonna have to find him first though uh, oh ready or not here i come and i'm gonna sneak <laughs> over to the beds uh and he's behind the bed oh mate oh, Bailey, I think it was. hey i found you i found you yeah no it's uh your turn to hide Yes, my turn to hide again. I'm going to show you another oh. very special oh. counting way because oh. I think I saw you cheating before. No, no, no. Bailey. So can I get you to lie on the bed? We oui. need lies on the bed. in the pillow. Face in the pillow. And, uh, yeah, uh, our friend Emra, she's going to hold you down for a few minutes and uh, you count, this time count to 200. Slight issue. I can only count to 80, 80 in French. Can't remember. Can you what count 90 to eighty and then count to eighty again? <laughs> of course I can. Cool. Uh, I took care of the kid, Emma. Do you want to come over here, hold him down, and then uh, I'm going to not do the bit where we can't open the kid's neck. So I'm going to pass that on to somebody else. Uh, Snookum, sir, do you want to do the honors? Well, it seems like the obvious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I am. I am. A he- I'm ready here with healing potions. Healing spells, and I haven't got a scalpel anymore. If you remember, it's stuck in the floor. Uh, yeah. that. So I'll be going in with chef's knife. It's fine. Chef's <laughs> knife will be okay. Mm-hmm. I was worried it would have to be a sword. Medicine check, then, please. Uh, he's just being pinned down on the bed by this nurse in not an aggressive fashion. Twelve. You begin to slice with your chef's knife down the back of his neck. Oh, what are you? Oh, it is, oh. A, uh, it is a fine fillet. <laughs> <laughs> funny words I'm laughing so much my neck hurt <laughs> um, cool you've cut down you can as you do it the back of his neck is opens a bit you can see one of these worms but it's just lying there with its only two arms folded just looking a bit grumpy facing you not attached to the child's neck I am gonna can I see this yep I'm going to speak to it in, in with my, my worm communing powers. Say, ah, you seem different to the ones we've met before. What's going on? <laughs> Sam remembers he needs, he needs water. <laughs> ah, yes. Yes, I am famed for my ability to speak with worms of all shapes and sizes, uh, particularly ones of the mind worm family. Uh, my name is Ivy, if that helps. Uh, what's what's your name? I'm going to bet that it rhymes with Gavin. Davin. <laughs> Davin. Ah. Ah, yes, I had a feeling it might be something like that. Dagvin. 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 Bagvim. Stagvim. Bagvim. Fenton. 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 Dadvin. Dadvin. Snoogum says, I feel like his name really matters to him. Not that I'm complaining. But uh, any particular reason you're not infesting this child? He's evolutionary dead Children, wearing little jaw strength, not very capable of infection. 
Sam's never met a child. <laughs> the number one weapon is biting and making you sick. So you're upset that you picked a, a less good bitey vehicle, is that right? Well, not, not, not especially upset. I'm quite happy with the prospect of early retirement, actually. Oh, well, I mean, any particular reason you need to retire in this child's neck, could you retire elsewhere? Like, yeah. in, not inside a person. And he begins to crawl out. Sam, just while everybody's fucking around, um, can I just click cure wounds again on this child to deal with the massive gaping hole in the back of his neck? Yeah. Thanks. You, you, his, the, the wound heals up. The, the worm is just kind of hanging out near your hand, trying to get towards it. Near my hand? Yeah. No, in that case, I just pick the worm up, drop it to the ground and stuck it, cut it in half with a knife. If you cut a worm in half, there's two worms. Then I cut it, keep cutting it until what there is is mush. <laughs> you chop and chop and chop and chop like you're dicing an onion. I'm not even going to cook it. You wouldn't cook a parasite. He's dead. In case it had eggs in. He's dead on the floor. Interesting. The, the, the nurse at this point is kind of looking quite anxious, but still trying to pin the child down. What? I just magically well. healed. This child is better than they were when I started. What about the fact that you just pulled a worm out of its neck and been chopping it up? They, uh, they, this particular worm, uh, interestingly, wasn't very interested in uh, doing any of the bitey bitey stuff. It wanted to retire. It's interesting showing that there is I diversity. retired him for you! <laughs> well, very close. But it is interesting to note that the entire species doesn't all behave in the same way. Um, it's almost like they are individuals. I hate to say, but he was literally inside a child's neck. And he might not have been doing much in there, hmm? but some would argue that the mere act of ripping open a child's neck and entering into it is sufficiently bad behaviour that it falls into the same category as the wider bad behaviour. Well, it's occupation rather than enslavement, but it's no, still but bad. I just mean if somebody, if a member of your species is stabbed through the heart and another member of your species is stabbed through the heart, but then someone puts their fingers in and wiggles them around a bit, <laughs> you don't go, well, at least the person who stabbed them through the heart didn't put their fingers in and wiggle around a bit, do you? I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that we we shouldn't get rid of them, Snookums. I'm just saying it's you know it's always encouraging to see uh, sort of diversity among species because so often you you encounter you know all the beings from one species all acting exactly the same. Um, oh, as... I agree, but I actually prefer to discover with a species like this dissection among species. Hmm. <laughs> yes, I, I can see that. It's sort of becoming a hobby of yours. Well. I could just put them on your neck instead if you want. No, no, thank you. It just uh -huh. seems like this is what you do, isn't it? I don't put things in people's necks. No, I mean, we're, we are trying to stop these worms. That is sort of what we're doing at the I moment. Stop this one. You did? I might take the rest of the day off. Well, there is a whole rest of the hospital that we probably should investigate and check out. Okay. I mean, I'm down to cantrips at this point. So <laughs> That's fine. Punching works for Brogar. As long as they need a loud voice or something setting on fire. Does the child turn? He goes, it's been more than 240 seconds. Oh, mate. Uh, whilst that banter was going on with um, Ivy and Snookums, I've been trying to make eyes at the what I've now decided uh, is the attractive elven nurse uh, whilst we were pinning the child down. She's quite distracted. 
currently by the fact that a small child has just had a worm removed from its neck. It's Did had enough that. worms for the day, I think. Um, so, sorry, Bailey? Bailey? You, you found me again. Uh, now I guess it's your turn to hide again? Okay. And he uh, doesn't wait for you to turn around, just jumps behind the next bed along. Do we bring them with us? They'll sort themselves out, or not. <laughs> no way, chaotic good. I pray my goddess to keep these people safe. Now we can leave them. You feel something fulfill yourself and you get inspiration for the rest of the day, Snookums. Well, thanks, goddess. Right, friends, let's let's go and sort this mess out because we've got things to do. And that's what Ivy pushes through the doors and strides down the corridor following the bloodstained. And she's going she's gonna to point her stick sort of where she's walking just to make it look more impressive. You leave, yep, you go down the corridor, you go through the next set of doors. There's the bloodstained there and it's going into the east wing. And you're going to go through the door? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you push through the door. Behind the door to the east wing, the hallway is heavily charred. Clearly the fire was contained by the heavy doors you've just pushed through. There's a layer of ash covering the floor. Can you perceive all of you, please? 16. Mm-hmm. I have a 16 with a 4, so I'm up to a 20. Oh, we're so good at rolling today. Today's been good. Because nothing's happening. I got it's a 7. <laughs> oh, well, someone has to underperform. There's four doors, two on either side, and there's a door at the end of this room again. You can hear muttering coming from the door at the end of them. You can't discern what they're saying. Who rolled the 20? Is that Zoe? Yeah. You can also hear very heavy breathing coming from one of the rooms on the right-hand side. Heavy breathing like I've nearly died or heavy breathing like I'm very excited? Like excitement, like sniffing. Like, like, <laughs> like, a, like a wolf when it's found a Right. Oh yeah, okay. the classic noise of excitement. <laughs> I don't know, you can spend time around, Steve. Oh, I feel great. <laughs> I, I point at the door that I can hear that behind and kick it open. You're going to kick it open? Yeah. Okay. Uh, kicking the door open, right in front of you, you see a, a crow human on all fours, sniffing the ground. It looks up. Snookum shouts, what are you? Full of rage, begins to stand up. It's about seven foot two. What are you? As it begins to pad towards you. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? As it continues to walk towards you. It's now about five feet in front of your face. Do you want to do anything? Does it look like it's, is its beak splitting open? Is there anything else in this room that it's, it's been attacking? Its jaws are chattering as it walks towards you. Um, and is there anything else in this room or just this? It's this just thing? the bird by itself. The, the the walls of the room are padded. This is all you can really notice as it continues to walk towards you. It's now three feet in front of you. I shout, either this bird is a bit of a, a prick or there's a worm in its neck. Quick, grapple it to the ground. Either this bird is a bit of a prick or and there's a worm in its neck. As I Quick, say that, Sam, it to I, the ground. I run towards it and attempt to warhammer its tiny spindly crow legs out from underneath it. Can you roll to hit, please? Using my war hammer. That's 14. It's a 14. That's a hit. Can you roll for damage, please? Six. Using your, your meat tenderizer, you smack its leg, its spindly leg snaps in half oh, as it falls to the floor. Either there's a worm in its neck! Is it falling onto the floor? 
are you? Yeah, I shout. Ivy's going to sit on its beak and hold it yeah, closed. Thank you. That's the first one. Uh, I'm going to examine the back of its neck, Sam. Yep, medicine check. Oh, it's a natural 20. Yes. <laughs> as, as you begin to look at the hole, a worm crawls out and uh, commits seppuku using its own jaws. It cuts itself in half. It's hurt my reputation for worm killing. Okay, now, because I've like smash this thing's legs out from underneath it um i'm gonna sort it out because i feel i have to do that so i'm gonna preserve Mm. its life okay so um what's its total hp total hp would be 12 right so i'd like to and how fucked up is it you've broken its leg so but I've otherwise, it, all right. I did it like six damage tonight. Yeah, like it's not dead, but it's incapacitated. Okay, well I can I can heal half its maximum HP. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to heal it six HP. You grab the the bones of its of its legs, its tibia and fibula, and sort of poke them back into the right orientation. It's just going. Ivy pats it on the head while sitting on the beak. There, there. And you cast your magic. The bones immediately fuse back together. Uh, Ivy gets off its beak so that it can speak. Where are you? Thank Where? you. Thank you. <laughs> Quickly, Ivy, run through all the basic words in common. Shall uh, we uh, leave this one here and just keep going? And uh... Yeah. Because I feel like it's not going to give us a lot of information. Well, we've said it no charades. We've killed its worm. Charge through the next door. You go out back into the corridor. The muttering has got louder. It's in the room at the end of this corridor. We go charge that, kick that door in. As you kick the door in, you immediately notice there are two bodies wearing white aprons on the floor. They are heavily singed. This room is completely charred and at the back of the room, facing the wall, is an elf which is just rocking back and forth. It's sobbing. Get out of my head, get out of my head, please get out of my head, get out of my head. It's actually in your neck. It's neck snaps towards you you can see it's holding its right hand as it sees you it grabs its thumb and you can see it's fighting against itself just get out of here get out of here please no please if you can try lying down on the floor on your front and it snaps its fingers there's an immediate flash of light and an immense heat the floor around him collapses and the hole ripples out towards you it gives way and you fall through the darkness. You can hear an enormous rumbling as you continue to plunge down below. Looking above you, you can see pieces of the hospital falling down through this, this gap, this hole which is growing larger and larger and larger. As we're falling, I put my shield underneath me, planning to use it as a sledge when we hit the ground, Captain America style. But then I see stuff crawling from above, so I lift it round up above me. And then I think that's not going to save me. I'm, like, I'm dead, so I put it back round underneath. I hope I can do all that as, while we're falling. Just the comedy away. moment of what under <laughs> over no no under was right. You, you you fall another twenty feet and eventually you land in really fast flowing water. A sharp pain shoots through your body as you hit the surface. The current of the water is pulling you downstream. As you look towards where you're going, before I float away, yep, um, I shout, "Ivy, your stick!" Hey, and I right. grab. If you'll hold your stick out, I'll grab the other end of it so I don't get pulled away from yep. anybody else. Hold out my stick to you, and then I'll try and grab hold of the edge of your walk and use my Thanks. tail as a bit of a rudder to try and... Great. I mean, I'm still... And you're just leaving back, Because <laughs> I don't want to get all my spices wet. 
Well, I'm assuming like these two are big and heavy enough that they can just stand in the water. I'm not going to get all my spices wet. Elf, you see ahead of you, just the head dips out of view. And from where you are, you can hear the rush of water ahead of you. Can you all roll an acrobatics check for me, please? Eight. Three. Six with a three. I have a nine. You hit the end of the stream and fall another 45 feet into a huge body of water. I think you'll find I log flume another 45 (laughs) feet. As you're falling through the air, you're just... Because of the weight of of ivy... I let go of the stick and I focus on landing, like, hands through each of the the grips of my shield, bum down, so that when I hit, I'm going to aim to aquaplane off the top of whatever I hit. <laughs> Bako and Ivy, you hit the water and go under. Okay, you you can't see anything. The, sh- the pain from hitting the water is excruciating. Snookums, you've skid along on your walk to the other side of this vast pool. Okay, so you skid for a good 100 feet. As you sort of all bob up out of the water and Snookums, you hit the other side of the wall. Snookums, you're up against some scaffolding. Looking around you, you're in some kind of underwater lake with a huge dome, some 60 feet above you. Streams much like the one that you just fell down are feeding into this central space. And all around the edge of this body of water is what appears to be scaffolding constructed from old woods and pinned into the walls. You can hear a cacophonous clicking sound from all around you bouncing off every single one of the walls and then everything goes silent and a moment later you hear the sounds of hundreds of creatures shrieking in unison this episode of live love lovecraft was written and produced by me sam mckay it starred steve cross lucy eckersley kate hunter and zoe mcgee you can find links to all of their online stuff down in the podcast notes below The music was written by myself and additional sound effects were provided by Michael Gelfi. If you want to keep up to date with everything we do, you can find us online at LovecraftDND. And we hope that you have a wonderful week, everyone. And we'll see you next time when the adventure continues. I went on Twitch and clicked on the Just Talking channel as opposed to any games. It's entirely people in bikinis in the bath. Yeah, have you not heard about this? That's all it is. No. Chess in a bikini in the bath. Games in the bikini in the bath. I'm just wearing a bikini in the bath. Parody bikini in the bath, which is just man in a bikini <laughs> in the bath. But how are we going to compete, Sam? Steve, I think I know exactly how we're going to compete. Victorian swimwear. <laughs> <laughs> Do Ben and April have a paddling pool? Yeah. There we go. Sam's now coming round to your house and doing the Twitch stream from your paddling pool in your garden. No, no, you're... that's what you think. <laughs> that's what you think. Just won't give him the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs>